0: Hey, welcome to Set Me Free um, with Shane here. We are studying through the New Testament chapter by chapter and verse by verse. We are now at 1 Corinthians chapter 8. If you are tuning in, I want to thank you for choosing me to be your voice of encouragement And um, I just want to say that God's Word is very, very valuable, and it definitely will serve a great purpose in your life. Um, So I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word, and I promise you, when He looks down, it delights His heart to see you reading His Word. Um, And continue to find your daily uh, motivation and instruction from His Word, and let it guide your life, your thoughts, um, your marriage, your, your decisions, and you will find that God will truly bless your life. Um, so again, thank you, and let's dig in. Chapter 8, beginning of verse 1. Now, regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols, yes, we know that we all, quote, have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. So guys, this, obviously they were ask, asking Paul questions through letter about food um, because they're wanting to, to get his opinion on different matters that's probably taken place within the early church. Um, and today's, you know, America, we don't, necessarily really have a lot of food offered to idols, so to speak, made with human hands um, as they did back then. But we can always find valuable lessons from God's word um, that are really applicable to our lives. So Paul teaches here early in chapter 8 that, quote unquote, he said, we all have knowledge about issues, but knowledge makes us feel important. See, knowledge makes us think we're important. We know things, perhaps, maybe that others don't know. So what it does is it puffs up. But he says that it is love that strengthens the church. Um, So don't ever let knowledge come before your love. Keep love at the forefront of your life. Um, Yeah, so let's read on in verse 2. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. So again, we learn here quickly another very valuable truth is that God recognizes love. That's what God recognizes. It's not that knowledge is not important, but make sure knowledge is not priority. Love always has to be priority. And love is the true trademark of a Christian And that true love shows itself by laying itself down for a friend. Um, So continue on in verse 4. So what about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god and that there is only one God. So Paul's going to lay the foundation. He's like, we as Christians, we know that these aren't really gods. These, maybe they're... Buddha statues, whatever they may be. These are really no gods at all. They're just carved images made out of wood. And there there may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth. And some people actually worship many gods and many lords. But we know that there is only one God, the Father, who created everything and we live for him. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything, and through whom we have been given life, um, guys, that is like a trademark of the Christian faith, right there. That God being the Father, Jesus Christ being the Lord, um, that is foundational, you know. And when many people may ask, "How do you know your way is right? How do you know, you know, what you believe is is the way?" Well, first we can. Point to John chapter 14, verse 6, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But we also can confirm through the transformation that Christ brings, he now gives us the ability to no longer willfully choose to sin and choose destructive patterns in our life, but he gives us power to live above that. Um, So that is another confirmation of who Christ is, you know, but God is the father. He's the true God. He's the creator of all and and that Jesus is Lord and savior of the world. Don't ever forget those guys. Um, Verse seven. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So they think of it as the worship of real gods and their weak consciences are violated. So basically, we can learn, you know, back in the early church, some things that were taking place was that new believers say they believed in Jesus Christ, but maybe they still had some of their old way of idol worship in their life. And Paul deals with this right here He's he teaches us, you know, that they're violating their conscience, and he lets us know that their conscience is weak, um, perhaps because they're new believers, um, and I think that can be said for all of us when we're when we're new in the faith. You know, we kind of are insecure in our faith, and we don't quite have the the trust in God as being the Father and provider and. In in Jesus being the Lord of our lives and the anchor of our soul, we haven't quite taken that route and it hasn't quite become real in our life. Um, So what happens is we rely on ourselves to make a way and we rely on ourselves to keep ourselves right in the faith. It's always going to be do this, don't do that. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, that's not right. That's evil oh, that's a demon, blah, 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 and you can you could get deceived very easily. Um, that's why, guys, it is vitally important that you take the necessary time each and every day to read God's Word and let it wash your soul, let it provide clear direction, um, because we in ourselves, we can't walk this out. We have to rely upon God. Uh, being the father, Jesus being the Lord and the word of God, um, and the spirit of God. Um, so verse eight, it's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it and we don't gain anything if we do. So, as I discussed, verse eight right there lays a ground rule that we don't win god's approval there is no winning his approval by external circumstances guys it's not a it's not do this, do that don't eat this eat that it's not about that it's not it's a it's about your heart and it's about loving him that's what we learned in verse number three is that The person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. It's about turning your heart and your affections and your emotions to the cross of Jesus Christ. Verse 9, picking back up, verse 9. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. So Paul's teaching us right here is we have to be mindful of others around us. See, we can't just focus on the freedom Christ has given us um, because Christ has set me free, but I have to be aware of who I'm around at all times. And that is the witness aspect of being a Christian. We have to be mindful. Uh, Verse 10, for if others see you with your superior, quote, knowledge, Eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So because of your superior knowledge, quote, unquote, I believe Paul is being sarcastic right there when when he's speaking that. A weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So guys, we learned something. There's a big caution and a red flag right here that we really um, need to be mindful is how our actions affect other people. Guys, that is an essential um, quality that we need to develop is being mindful of those that are around us and what we do, the things we say, um, because you guys should be aware that if you're a Christian, eyeballs are on you. You know, whether somebody's looking to you for leadership, uh, guidance, direction, or they're just even out of spite, Um, Perhaps they're unbeliever just watching you, maybe to mock you, ridicule you. But regardless is that we are ambassadors. We are vessels of display that that have the very spirit and glory of God. If you're a believer in Christ Jesus, you carry honor. And that is nothing in and of you, but it's the spirit of God. And it's the witness of God. We get to, to reveal Christ To the Jews and the Gentiles and all of creation. Um, I love that. Maybe, you know, perhaps, you know, going so far to say, you know, creation is watching you. You know, everything is is watching you to see, um, you know, your role model. You are a role model for someone. And if you, you know, have children, a wife, a husband... Um, you get the honor to be able to, to show Christ to them. Wow, how beautiful is that? That, you know, when, when people are in a panic or facing tough situations or, you know, crisis and all hell's broke loose in their life, that you get to stand firm right in the middle of the storm and assure them that everything is going to be okay and that you're right there with them and shoulder to shoulder you will see them through because Christ has redeemed you and saved you and cleansed you and given you new life through the power of the Spirit. And you, you can now say, I'm going to give some of that to you. Amen. How beautiful is that? I'm reminded as I'm talking, I remember a scripture in Psalms. It says, how beautiful are the feet of Uh, of those that bring forth the good news or it might have been Hebrews actually now that I'm thinking about it but what how beautiful are the feet to those who bear and bring forth the good news in the world Um, guys so I want to just refocus you a bit and say every opportunity um, in in your life You know, if you are rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus, you're allowing the personal development, the work, the inward working of the Holy Spirit to mature you as a believer. You get to be Christ and bear the image of our Lord and Savior in this evil, wicked world. How amazing. What an honor that is. And, and carry that, man. Carry that torch proudly, gladly, and boldly and confidently wear that everywhere you go. Um, so moving on into our final verse, uh, verse 13, Uh short chapter, but I guess I'm full of words to talk today. <laughs> uh, so if... What I eat causes another believer to sin. I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. So Paul basically sums up uh, chapter 8 here and saying this very thing. You know, it's about other people. He's basically saying my, it's about other people, guys. That's what this whole thing is about. It's about loving other people. It's about showing them the way. You know, leading the way, lead the charge, help to guide and to care for others and and always be mindful that your actions affect other people. So be mindful of the things you're saying, the things you're doing and the witness that you're carrying. Um, I think that's a very powerful chapter. And again, you know, I just want to point you back to Jesus Christ. We have a wonderful savior and he displayed how much he loves you. Um, through dying on the cross. And if you ever wonder if there's enough power to save you. Look at the resurrection. God raised Christ out of the grave. And you question if he could save you. Listen, I'm a living example of the power of the Holy Spirit. That could resurrect a, a drug addict. Uh, manipulating liar. I wasted my life by choice. I chose to do things um, that brought forth consequences. And Christ redeemed my life from the pit. And he has rebuilt my life. Um, So I am confident that he, that begun a good work, can finish what he started. Um, So make that commitment today. Make that commitment to him personally. You have to make that personal connection with him. But God bless you and continue um, to study God's word. Get your Bible out. Take the next step as I go through and read chapter by chapter, read along with me and get you a notebook and start to jot down. Maybe God will start speaking to you and, and uh, showing you things in your own life you can reflect on and kind of work through those things. So thank you guys for tuning in. I love each and every one of you and continue to serve the Lord with all your heart.